kids. Welcome to Sex and Other Human Activities. I know that some of you are actual kids, and if you're listening, <laughs> I really hope that your mom and dad don't know that you're listening. Of course, you should be over 18. Whatever. Fuck it. No one's paying us. We, who, you can listen to it if you're five. Uh, I got an email from someone that said that uh, she's going to make her uh, teenager listen to it once he gets old enough. Oh, like, that's awesome. Yeah. That's I, a, I took that as a huge compliment. That's a huge compliment. What a cool mom. Rock on, cool mom. And we, we, uh, we get some, some emails from the youngsters, which is really nice. Uh, my name is Sarah Benincasa. That is Mr. Marcus Parks. How are you today, Sarah? I'm all right, man. It's been, <laughs> it's been a bit of a, a nutty, a nutty day, as of course you know. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody, listen. We we were going to pack this this episode with lots of listener mail, um, but I had some tech snafus, and so I ended up losing some of those emails. So if we don't get to your email, and I said that we would, I, I promise it is not a betrayal. It is simply a mistake. You can always email us. I encourage you to remail us even at sarah at sarahbenincasa dot com. S-A-R-A, no H, B-E-N-I-N-C-A-S-A dot com. You can hit us up there and I do apologize if uh, you contacted us and, and we were like, yeah, we'll do your – we'll talk to you and then we don't. But well, we have some of them and they're pretty freaking good. I got to say it's probably better that we spread them out over multiple episodes actually because we've got some doozies for you. Boy, we really do. People are starting to ask us the, the tough questions. They are and for some reason we have a lot of British – Teen fans. It's amazing. Every time we get a teenager email, every time a teenager emails us, it is a teenager from the UK. I asked one of our uh, British listeners after I got added on Facebook by like the fifth British person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what? What is it? What is it? She couldn't tell me. She's like, well, maybe we're just better. That's more <laughs> Australian. We know I sexy joke. Crumpets. I'm so we're so British listeners. Listen, you need to know a few things. A, we love you. B, if you come over here, people will have sex with you just because you have a British accent. It oh, doesn't yeah. matter if your accent is like like Marcus was just doing like, oh, hello, governor, how are you? <laughs> we to, just lost you know, all of them. Exactly. You're like, <laughs> well, being at the royal wedding was amazing and incredible, but I find that what I love the most is being at weddings of commoners. There's just so much more fun. Like, so whatever. We I Actually, I had a fan who's a, a Brit who was like, I love your – you guys podcast, but you do really bad British accents. I was like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but really, you can have a posh accent or the most like gutter punk, fucking living on a housing estate and and like stabbing grandmas, like in <laughs> fucking that movie Harry Brown with Michael Caine, where he has to go ape shit on the local youths and kill a bunch of people, and it's an awesome movie, and I love it. And he said, "Have you seen Harry Brown?" I have not. I wanted to fuck Michael Caine after I saw that movie. Hey, I kind of wanted to fuck Michael Caine after watching The Dark Knight. That meant sexy. Ugh, I want him to service me <laughs> and burn up letters from my dead girlfriend <laughs> who really loved Aaron Eckhart more. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. ooh, he's a sexy beast. Well, Aaron Eckhart's a better looking guy than Christian Bale. He is, yeah. and he probably didn't scream at, you know, the DP on his last film. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Declan Quinn, Quinn, we salute you. Yay. I actually know somebody who's met Declan Quinn, who was the, the DP who Christian Bale was freaking out on in that Terminator film. And I wish he could be a guest and tell us about his sex life. Like, oh. Declan, did you fuck a lot of chicks after after Christian Bale yelled at you like a like just to deal with the stress? Like, how did you not punch him in the face? Did you do lots of drugs after? 
And did you fuck chicks to chill? I mean, it's it's really creepy that I'm name checking this poor man who got you know <laughs> verbally assaulted by a psychopath. But I'm just you know, hoping whatever. that he didn't have any, uh, I guess, erectile problems. Do yeah, you think so because it'd, it'd be. I mean, I'm sure it'd just be humiliating and so goddamn annoying too. Yeah. I would just be. Th- I wouldn't be able to actually. Like sometimes for me, stress can sex can be a stress reliever. But I think that if someone had disrespected me in the way that this actor did to him. And I think he was also yelling at, at somebody else on the set too. He was yelling at a bunch of people. You hear McGee's voice. You hear a lot of people's voices on that. You know, it, he's yelling at all these different people and they go home and maybe their, their spouse or their girlfriend or whatever is like, oh, let's get down and have sexy time. And I would just be like, I can't, man. Bale was such an asshole on set today. Like, I can't get horny. I wouldn't be able to get horny yeah. for days because the fucking kid from Empire of the Sun or whatever the fuck that movie was. <laughs> was it, Yeah, the fucking asshole from Newsies singing Santa Fe, you're my dream. And I'm going to live forever. Fuck you, Bale. Fuck you and your dreams of rising above your station in I early kinda, 1900s New York. I kind of would be you know, kind of happy to come home from work and just be like, man, Batman was an asshole at work today. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. What, do you find that stress affects your sexual your sexual desire? I wouldn't say sexual desire, like because I don't really ha- ever have problems with sexual desire. That's kind of always there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once actually in the act, I find that my mind wanders a lot more, and that I'm not as into it as I usually am because I'm a pretty passionate guy in in bed. Uh, but you know, if something else is on my mind, something's bothering me, then uh, I mean, girls can tell. I'm very bad at hiding. <laughs> like, I'm very, I'm very bad at hiding. They look at you and they're like, "Why, why aren't you making eye contact lovingly like you were before?" And you're like, "No reason." And they're like, "You're thinking about work, aren't you?" <laughs> And then they get mad. Yes, dear. <laughs> yes, honey. All of Marcus's sexual relationships are like a 1950s sitcom. <laughs> he trips over an ottoman, which I suppose would be 1960s, and someone gives him a glass of, of, of booze, and he as he's sticking it in, he just is like, oh, work, I tell ya. <laughs> it's been a long day at the mill, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were a mill worker. <laughs> in, in, no mill worker talks like that. I don't know. They don't. They're too busy milling things. <laughs> Been a long day at the newspaper, darling. <laughs> it's Christian Bale was being a real dick. I gave him a bunch of papes, and he said he wouldn't sell them. He said it wasn't fair. <gasps> Fuck you, Bale. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you and Vinny from fucking Doogie Howser. Fuck all of you. Who later went on to be on Sopranos and did a lovely job. Yes. A frighteningly convincing job. So let's get to our first bit of, of reader mail. Who are we going to who's, – whose issues are we going to discuss first? Uh, well, uh, one – uh, issues that uh, I'm I kind of find this very interesting. A uh, 21 year old virgin, a uh, boy or girl? Girl. Okay, a lady. Uh, let's see here. She was. Uh, here's part of the letter. I was wondering what a guy's opinion is about dating a virgin, and not just any virgin. A 21 year old virgin. Yes, I plan to stay that way until marriage, and yes, I consider myself a horny virgin. My vibrator and. Uh, literotica agree oh th- she reads smart okay yeah. good good yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. This no she's not rad. uncomfortable with sex at all which i was is great i was a virgin when i was 21 for about 20 minutes because yeah. i lost <laughs> i lost my virginity on my 21st birthday early in the morning yeah. my 21st birthday so hey sister that's cool i'm with you so oh, yeah. far 
says, uh, I feel like guys don't want to deal with uh, a virgin's emotional baggage. She put that in quotes. Mm -hmm. She said, is that true? I haven't had a boyfriend in five years. I feel like I should be a nun even though I'm not religious. I was Catholic at one point, but they're too hypocritical for me. Welcome to the dark side. Yes. Uh, I love my uh, VV, vagina, and vibrator. Awesome. Uh, My point is that. Are virgins a hex for guys? Or is it that I'm just not seeing a guy's subtle hint at showing their interest in me? Obviously, this is a Marcus question, but I just want to say to this young lady, she, A, you sound pretty fucking rad. B, I'm very proud of you for exploring your sexuality, even though, like, you want to, to wait till marriage, and that's awesome. So what I always say to girls like that is, all right, well, you are in – you're in school. You're in training. Your marriage is when you get to actually get into the game. But you're in training until then. So there's nothing wrong with listening to us. To Even if you're a religious person, whatever, you know, li- listen to us, uh, read as much as you can, uh, watch the pornography if you want to, ask your friends questions about it, collect, be, be like a, you're like a young Padawan learner. And, and by the time you actually get in the game, you will be a, a, a Jedi master, <laughs> you know, and you'll get to put all the tricks that you've learned into practice. And that's mm-hmm. awesome. So that's my take. But she wants to hear what, what you have to say from a guy's perspective. You know, it's a – god damn, it's a tough question. It's so tough. Uh, she just has to find a guy that's cool with it. I mean mm-hmm. that that's, that's what it's got to be. And I will say that – I, I read this thing the other day, uh, and I found this extremely interesting that uh, there are many more virgins in colleges uh, than there were a few years ago. Really? There are many more virgins in college, uh, but yet college kids are still more promiscuous. So the people that are fucking are fucking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, guys. Yeah, way to go. Take one for the team. Yep, taking a, my example. <laughs> <laughs> so they're uh, wicked. The ones – like if you're going to be – You know, if if you're going to be slutting it up, as Marcus and I both have done in our days, you are full tilt boogie on it. You're really devoted to it. And and for those of you who are not, you're very devoted to not being that way. Mm -hmm. So the the children of today, the youth of today are are the extremists, perhaps. Yes, absolutely. Uh, And what I will say to her and I've. Kind of a, I've had friends in the past, like way in the past, kind of run across this situation and they went on a few dates with this, with, with girls, like quite a few. And this girl and, and the girl would just suddenly spring it on him like, hey, I'm a virgin. Well, while their dick is almost in her pussy. Exactly. All of a sudden like a Wha- bear claw comes out. Like yeah. <laughs> not a bear claw, like a fucking donut. I mean like a bear trap. Yes. <laughs> this is just like, ah, Yeah. Uh, it's like, you put the, like, hey, there's steak over here, but boom, there's a trap right down there. Uh, and what I would uh, would say to this girl is do not wait until you're in bed with someone to tell them this. Oh, yeah. You tell them this whenever you're talking because if you wait until you're in bed and somebody uh, – and you've stayed over with them and you've probably done – I'm sure that you know she's cool with oral sex. Um, I hope so. Go for it, girl. I, uh, yeah. Get I, it. I hope so because if she wasn't, wouldn't be cool with that, then uh, she's going to have a real hard time finding a guy. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, there are, you know, many guys that are, you know, just cool with that. They're like, oh, okay, like oral sex, that's, that's great. I can wait. Uh, and but, she's she used to be Catholic, and so I was I was raised Catholic too. And Catholics are raised to believe that the only legitimate sex is penis and vagina sex. Yeah. So that sucks for. 
people, for for example, lesbians, what they do isn't considered sex, but it's also uh, kind of awesome if it, it's still considered a sin and it's bad and everything. But you can be like, but it's not sex when you're, you know, going down on each other and shit. Mm-hmm. You can be like, well, at least it's not sex. Catholics just believe that baby making is sex. Anything yeah. else is not sex. So, you know, uh, do things that couldn't produce a baby. I mean, that's also a great form of practicing birth control, too. Yeah, that is true. Uh, but that I mean, that's like my number one advice for us, like be upfront about it. That's like, a good call. Yeah, I, I think that's that's important. Uh, not on the first date. That's not something uh, you bring up during like the endless bowl of salad. Yeah. <laughs> and the infinite breadsticks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but also don't. Mm, ah, God, I don't know. It's it's so it's so hard to say because I've only been in this situation once in my life and it was never I was in college the only time I was really with a girl that was a virgin uh, and I actually she ended up losing her virginity to me uh, but she uh, <laughs> whoops just happened whoops just happened uh, but you know she was you know very upfront about it she was like this is what's going on uh, and she wasn't a wait until marriage type of girl but she you know was very upfront uh, that was, she was like you know I want to wait till it's the right person yeah. uh, maybe you are maybe you aren't um, and you know what this girl her opinion may change she's young she's extremely young yeah her, your her, opinion could change mine mine yeah. did from when I was nineteen to when I was twenty one mm-hmm. it changed a lot and I know she's at twenty one but you never know I have friends who've waited till they were married and but they did basically everything but. And they used sex toys and different things. And there's a lot of room to play. So I think that you can uh, you can communicate to the guy that just because you don't want to put the penis inside you doesn't mean you don't want to have orgasms together. Exactly. And you know what? A lot of dudes respect that. There are some old-fashioned dudes out there who look for that in a girl. Not many, but some. And there are also guys who are like, if they dig you enough – then that's cool. That's why you should build 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 a friendship or build maybe build up, go on a few dates or kids that age, they don't really go on dates. Hang out a bunch, get get a feeling of affection for each other and some trust going on before you communicate that, before you have that conversation because somebody who just wants to bang you is less likely to stick around and somebody who has gotten to know you a bit and cares about you a bit is more likely to stick around. So take the time, make that investment, see what happens. And good luck. Yeah, if the if the guy freaks out over it and uh, leaves, he's then fuck him. He's yeah, a dick. Yeah, fuck that asshole. He's not the or guy don't that. Fuck him. He's not the guy. Yeah, yeah. don't <laughs> fuck him. I think is the better way to put it. Uh, he's not the guy for you. Uh, and you need to be with a guy that respects your beliefs. And I'm not saying there's anything anything wrong with it. I mean, I no, it can be great for yeah, people. It can be great. Some people like that's their thing. That's they do myself. You know, uh, but and but but. What I'm saying is the right guy will understand uh, and he will be compatible with you and what you believe. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I'd say don't wait until uh, you're in bed with him to tell him. Don't spring it on him. And if you're hot, some yeah. dudes will find it sexy too. They'll yeah. be like, oh, it's a kind of – I mean – And you got the vibrator. They like a challenge and you got a vibrator. You're going to kind of blow their minds. Like she's a virgin but she's got a vibrator. Mm-hmm. Whoa, they're going to be fascinated by you. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, – uh, you're on the right track, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's what I got. Keep us posted. Sarah, Keep us posted. Sarah at sarahbenincasa.com, and both Marcus and I will get to read your email. All right. Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, next up, we have Sam. 
Mm-hmm. Sam is a wonderful man. Uh, here's what he said. I just, like an hour ago, started listening to your podcast Woo! after. Yeah. After, that he's British. <laughs> is he a teen? Uh, no, he's in his, uh, he's in college. So he could be a teen. He could be a teen. He could actually. be 19 or 18. Mm-hmm. Could mm-hmm. be. Interesting, Sam. Uh, he said, it's great. Uh, the discussion about lowering antidepressant dosage and squirting interested me because I'm wondering if I have a similar problem. I've only had sex a few times. He's 20. Oh, he's 20. 20. Yeah. Okay. 20 year old uh, late bloomer. Every time with another guy, he's gay. Uh, I haven't been able to come any of these times, but I didn't feel sexually frustrated or anything afterwards. I'm positive it wasn't because I wasn't attracted to them, but I can't think of why I wouldn't be able to come. One suggested that it might be antidepressants. He takes Pristic, uh, but I figure right in the middle of a spring semester at college is not the best time to start fucking around with my dosage. Any advice you want to give would be appreciated. Sam in Austin. Sam is in probably the spring of his sophomore year, and uh, and yeah, I would I would say look, we're not doctors. First of all, just you know, we don't provide medical advice, but. Uh, uh, it's, it, yeah, this is something you got to work out with your shrink, and I will let Marcus take it from here because he's a dude and has more experience with this stuff. But I will say this. When I first started taking Paxil, uh, which was years ago, I take uh, – well, I'm not taking Prozac now, but I was on Prozac for many years. And now we're experimenting with a break to see what happens. And, of course, this is when, like, shit is hitting the fan, like the most active, pressure-filled month of my life in recent times, good and bad. But anyway um, – I would – when I was on Paxil, the drug didn't work for me. It works great for some people. It didn't work for me. Just like Prozac doesn't fucking work for some people. Works great for me. And uh, when I was on Paxil, I couldn't have orgasms. I mean I was with other people. Yeah. I could only do it myself and it took forever and I was 16, 17, 18, 19 and 20. I, w- I was on it for four, for about four or five years and I couldn't have orgasms with other people and that fucking sucked. And I was not an educated enough consumer to understand that there were other options out there for me. Sam, you are obviously smarter than I was, <laughs> better educated. I live in an awesome town and that's a great thing. Yeah. And well, uh, he's in Austin. Yeah, he, he's fucking got, rad. He's, he's got people that know what they're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. like people like Austin's got some, some you know, some awesome uh, psychiatric professionals and counselors. <laughs> I have some friends who go to great therapists in Austin. And I would say uh, when you feel ready, maybe in the summertime, it might be a nice decision to talk to your shrink, not a general practitioner if you can help it. Talk to a specialist and whatever whatever something's quote unquote wrong with you or you're having some issues in an area, talk to a specialist. Don't talk to your GP unless that person needs to give you a referral. So talk to a specialist and go, hey man, this is what's been going on. What do you think? It, it could very well be that and this doctor may be able to put you on something that works great for you and um, that uh, that can you know help you get uh, have orgasms. Marcus, your thoughts? Sam... I have gone through this exact, exact situation a few times before on many antidepressants. Here's what it is. Uh, if you're like me, if you have the same body chemistry uh, as me, what is happening, uh, what you're having this adverse uh, effect to, uh, SSRIs. Mm-hmm. Let me look it up. I'm going to look it up. Sorry, right. Marcus. Keep going. All right. Look it up. But I mean, I've, d- I've done a little bit of research. I could be wrong. Uh, but it seems like, like from my past yeah, you're right experiences, about SSRIs, the antidepressants that I've been on, I've been on two different kinds. One, uh, you know, Xanax and Lexapro and all that shit. Whenever I uh, 
was on those, like just like you, I could get myself off, but I would hurt myself. It took so long. Like I would give myself <laughs> seriously. Like I'd have Ouch. dick scabs because ah! it took so. Ah! <laughs> I know it took so long, and it was fucking awful. Uh, and I could never come whenever I was with a woman. Uh, and it bothers some. It bothers some women. And the worst part is, I don't know if it, you know if. If you're stuck in this situation but with, with a man, uh, it can be extremely annoying whenever the uh, guy or girl takes it as a personal challenge. And it's so – oh, oh that they're is, like, you haven't been with me yet. And oh, you're like, God, I know. It, it's down. like, no, no. But the, on the other hand, what are you going to do? Refuse a blowjob? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. So Pristic or whatever it is is, um, is part of uh, – this is from um, – this is from the National Institute of Health. Uh it is from a class of medications called selective serotonin and norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors, SNRIs. So yeah. it's similar to an SSRI. But these – apparently SNRIs can have the same kind of um, kind of effects that SSRIs do. And your SSRIs are like um, uh, Paxil Prozac and there's, there's a bunch of others. And it's – I mean there was an episode of The Sopranos about this. <laughs> Tony got put on Paxil, and Tony, you know, was fucking everybody for a while in this yeah. in that show, and uh, and he couldn't he couldn't get it going. He couldn't finish. That was my problem when I was on Paxil. Yeah, I me too. I could get going. I couldn't finish. Oh yeah, I'd get going. Like I mean, just the same as I always. Actually, it d- it did dampen my sex drive a little bit. Like I'm off it now. Uh, like I was able to kind of wean myself off, uh, but. Like I mean now, Jesus Christ, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like the other day I had the day off, and it's I mean I it was like three or four times. It was ridiculous. In Were one you day. just jerking off or fucking some chick? Just whacking off. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Like all day, I like I did nothing but play Fallout New Vegas. Fallout watch, Boy, like, what? Fallout New you Vegas. You were like Pete Wentz, awesome. uh, 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 or like the Simpsons episode. You were like I watched the Fallout Boy episode of the Simpsons. It was so hot, uh, uh. dude. By uh, the way, I'm sorry to interrupt you. But no, no. Uh, this is a great place to talk about um, our our beloved friends at um, at Allo Cadabra. Ah, Allo Cadabra. Allo Cadabra, who are uh, they are some awesome folks who sent us a whole bunch of organic uh, like lube made with organic ingredients, and we're going to be we're going to give away a uh, a gift package. Actually, the first person who listens to us. And who emails Sarah at SarahBenincasa.com, Sarah at SarahBenincasa.com, and um, emails us the word Allocadabra, <laughs> and also you should send us your mailing address, will get natural lube. Isn't that awesome? That's great. Yeah. I mean, uh, can I have some? Because I'm totally running low. I know. I was saying that because we were talking <laughs> – we were like texting or something and you were like, oh, lube, I could use some. And I was all, are you fucking some girl? And you were like – you were like, no, no, just myself. <laughs> and I was like, all right. This is the kind of, I was like, we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. We're friends. So yeah, just email yeah. Sarah at com and write Allocadabra. 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 Yes. Oh, anyway, continue, sir. But back to back. Let's get back to Sam. Yes. Uh, but Sam, there's uh, absolutely nothing wrong with you. This is completely normal. Uh, but I, I'd, I agree with Sarah 100 percent. No matter how bad you want to come during sex, wait until your summer break. Like, because you don't want to start mm-hmm. fucking with your medications whenever you've got a lot going on. You're it's your sophomore year of college. You're, um, I'm sure, under a lot of stresses. 
Uh, and but you're also probably trying to balance your stresses with your fucking around time, especially now that you're in college, uh, gay, and in Austin. Yeah, the gayest place <laughs> in Texas. Although like, I, I like, will hold. You're the- going to UT. I yeah. know. Like you're there's fucking dicks all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> they're giving them away. Yeah, they're giving them away. At UT. <laughs> Lots of it's it, at once the manliest, manliest. And, well, you know, I shouldn't I shouldn't say that you can't be manly if you're gay. I'll say it is at once the most like – Captain Jack Harkness. Yeah, dude, bro, <laughs> dude, bro. And then like, ooh, dude, bro. Like kind of like – I don't know. I, I hope I'm not insulting any gays. I'm just saying it's the straightest and the gayest place is yeah. Texas is. And yeah. Austin embodies – all the most beautiful and exciting contradictions of Texas culture, I feel. And also it's got tons of homos. Oh. <laughs> I know people it who does. are in – I know all these people in Austin who are – they're polyamorous and they're in like a big polyamorous group and they, they shtup each other and stuff. And, and they – some of them do the gay stuff too. And it's just crazy. You should hang out with them. <laughs> it's just crazy. They're very nice people. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, he's in a great place. Where if he was writing to us from Waco, I'd be like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> or Odessa. I'd be like, yeah. oh. But he's in Austin. Everyone's gay there. Yeah, he's good. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so Sam, good luck to you. And, yeah, don't don't fuck with your meds in, until you talk to your, uh, your doctor. And I would just get through. If you can get through this semester just making out and stuff, that's cool. There's always time for fucking. Plus, summer is fucking time anyway. Yeah, uh, but, uh, and also, it's fucking April. Yeah. School ends in like a month oh, and a half. Oh, good call. I you forgot know? about you that. Can, dude, you can wait. <laughs> Uh, you can fucking we wait. In you. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we believe in you, Sam. We believe in you, Sam. <laughs> All right, who do we got next? All right, next up we have uh, a woman under an alias, Hermione. Hermione, which I will say, I invented for her. <laughs> She's not so dorky that you like call me Hermione. It'd be awesome. Uh, one for Gryffindor. I was like, I'm going to call you Hermione. I think she was like, Oh, okay, weirdo podcast lady. All right. So Here, what's up with Hermione? Here's the email. You came to my university a while back, and I've loved you ever since. Yay! Yay! I don't always agree with you. That's okay. I respect that. But I always laugh with you. Aw. I love listening to your podcast, and I think it's really cool that you've started giving advice, particularly since I need some. Okay. One of my classes had a week-long study abroad component. I became friends with one of the guys on my trip. I've been in a relationship for two years. It's going really well, and I'm not really interested in this other guy like that. Especially since he is seven years older and married. Ew. Okay. Since since we've been back, he's asked me to hang out a few times. There have been times both on the trip and after where I've been a little confused about whether or not he's interested in me. Oh, he's interested. Yeah. I don't want to make a fuss if he's just being friendly, but I just don't know. You seem pretty relationship savvy. WWSD, what would Sarah do? Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Hermione, uh, sometimes I'm relationship savvy. Other times I'm relationship dumbass. But <laughs> trust me. But but one thing I can say is that this dude is interested in you. It's not that he's necessarily going to cheat on his wife with you. He may like the idea of a younger girl looking up to him. He may enjoy your company and find you a little bit sexy or a lot bit sexy. Whatever it is, we don't need to get into that and neither do you. What you do need to do is keep your distance. Your gut is telling you something weird is going on. And as someone who has experienced various weird things lately, <laughs> um, I can tell you if your if your gut tells you it's wrong, it's wrong. If your gut tells you to stay away from this person, that this person could be dangerous, don't worry about being nice. We're, as women, we are trained to be nice and to smile. There have been times when – one time I was at a baseball game and a guy started playing with my hair. 
Dope. I was I was a teenager at the time. A guy started playing with my hair. I'm sitting next to my mom and brother, by the way, but he was too God. drunk. You know, he starts playing with my hair, and I look up. Now this guy's drunk. He's hitting on me, but because as females we are trained to be like, I'm sorry. I looked at him and I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. Was my hair getting in your way? I said, I'm at Yankee Stadium. This <laughs> my ha- my head is at the level of this guy's feet. He's leaning over, fondling yeah. my voluminous hair. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, I've talked to women who've said I'm sorry to objects that they bumped into. <laughs> We're taught to make nice. And that doesn't mean that, 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 you know, you're not a bitch sometimes, Hermione, and I'm certainly a bitch sometimes. It doesn't mean that. It, and it also doesn't mean we're not tough and aggressive sometimes when we need to be. But we still probably culturally have that training. Y- you need to be smart about this and uh, don't hang out with this dude. It sounds like you li- you enjoy his company, but he creeps you out a little bit. So mm-hmm. you got to back off of that. Even if you are afraid of hurting his feelings, don't worry about it. There's plenty of other young girls that he can be nice to and who will fulfill something in him that he wants. Yeah, he's a creep. Yeah, he's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Marcus says <laughs> he's creepy. Uh, Uncle Marcus knows creepy when he sees it. And this oh man is God. creepy. <laughs> <laughs> that voice, I can't. That voice made my vagina fall off. <laughs> that voice made my clitoris run away. Any female fans that I've gained <laughs> over the last seven episodes, gone. They're like, ooh. Because girls will write to me and be like, Marcus is a sexy voice. I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, um, now I'm going to get emails that are like, Marcus sounded like a creepy uncle. And died. <laughs> but yeah, that is – that's – yeah. don't like it. Yeah, this Thumbs is, down. This is, this is probably the simplest question we've ever had to answer. Yeah. Like this is just pff, fuck this guy. Yeah. Stay, stay far away from him. Uh, and it sounds like she's really not even that interested in him. Like, yeah, I, I think she just needed – It more a curiosity type thing. Like, is, like what is this man doing? Yeah. But he is. And sometimes I'll be – I'll have – I'll describe a guy's behavior to guy friends or to someone I'm dating and and they'll go, look, here's the deal. This is what this guy wants. He wants to fuck you. And there are times when I want the answer to be, no, he really is interested in my thoughts and feelings. And sometimes, sometimes they are interested in your thoughts and feelings and personality as well as wanting to fuck you. Mm-hmm. And if you're single, that's fine. But if you are protected of your relationship you just have to decide what's what's best for you and what's wisest yeah and also i if i were his wife i would be a bit suspicious of him being chatty chatty with a a gal seven years younger than him yeah that's yeah, a bit that's a bit much yeah it's a, bit, a little bit much you can email us always at sarah at sarahbenincasa.com. And remember, the first person to email us there and say, Cadabra and then give us your mailing address, will win an awesome gift pack courtesy of allocadabra.com. Mm-hmm. But they have like uh, lube made with organic ingredients. So I haven't used lube in a while, but I'll, I'll try this one out. Yeah. I'll put it up in my, my business <laughs> and just see what happens. All right, you want to say uh, you want to say let's do one more. Let's do one more, yeah. All right, this one is from Jimmy, uh, who is uh, out of the five boroughs. He's oh. loving it. He's absolutely loving it. Uh, he says, "My girlfriend, girlfriend, and I have a very healthy sex life. Coming from a relationship with a woman that seemed right with you, right you a few weeks ago, exclaiming that all women hate sex. I have no complaints now." But in this relationship, my girlfriend of close to a year uh, had been in a marriage that was definitely a bit more experimental before this. She has leather. She has toys. And while all of these, quote, improper proportions are great, I find myself not able to keep up with her when she talks dirty. Here is uh, some examples. He says, let me clarify. I'm 41 and feel that I am uh, a good guy grown up. 
Uh, yes, I do love to take care of my girl, Orly, and have brought her to different levels of the atmosphere that she has never visited before. Great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when she shouts, fuck your little whore. <laughs> uh, I, I love this. Fuck that little cum hole until you explode. Oh, okay. I want that cock to fuck me harder. Needless to say, I am having a difficult time just jumping in on the lingo and getting into character. I want to be her everything, naturally, but I fear that as we get closer that she may become even more explicit and I may simply not be able to keep up. Where do you go, though? How can she be more explicit? Where do you go from, fuck that little cum hole? <laughs> I, I think she's really reached her limit, probably. But, you know, I would say, as somebody who, who sometimes likes to talk dirty in bed, and again, this is so true. You don't – you need to let the woman take the lead, gentlemen, always because there are going to be times – there are times when I want the guy that I'm with to talk dirty. It's all – it's pretty much almost always a guy who I am in a committed relationship with. Yeah. If some guy who I'm just fucking on a one-night stand is like, you like that, you whore? I'll punch him in the nuts and leave. <laughs> so it's entirely yeah, up to the woman. It's entirely up to the woman. She holds – got to let her hold the cards and th- that may seem unfair to you but fucking A, deal with it. Mm-hmm. Like if you want pussy, that's what you have to deal with. This girl obviously is really into it. I would say outside the bedroom, ask her, go um, – Go, hey, do you uh, do you like – do you want me to talk dirty back to you or – you know, just to uh, – um, it seems like Jimmy knows that she does. But if he's not sure, he should ask because like, hey, do, so do you – like I love when you talk nasty to me in bed. Like do you want me to talk like that too? And she might say yes and she might say no. So if she says yes, which she probably will, what I would say is echo a lot of the stuff that she says to yeah. you. So if she's like, you fuck my dirty little cum hole, be like, yeah, you like that? You fucking like that? You want me to fuck you? You want me to fuck your dirty cum hole? Yeah, it's fucking dirty. The operative word here is yeah. Yeah. Because right, I, yeah. I do that sometimes because I'm not the best at dirty talk. Like I'm okay. I mean for the most part I stay fairly quiet during sex. And I've been with some girls that, that like to dirty talk and all that. And I love hearing it. Mm-hmm. Like here, I love hearing a girl like talk dirty to me. I'm like, just like, yeah, you like that <laughs> or something. <laughs> There's a scene and, in. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Like, I, I don't know. Like sometimes your your brain just doesn't work in two different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a sub thing happening sometimes. And, yeah, and you might feel a little bit embarrassed to say it, but to me, it sounds like he doesn't know whether he wa- she wants him to respond. I think maybe he just assumes that she does. He needs to suss that out first. In a simple way, is just to ask. You guys are in love with each other, presumably. You're having. You say you're having a great sexual relationship. You should be able to ask her. Like, hey, and it's simple. It's, hey, don't ask. Don't outside the bedroom. Don't be like, so what would you like me to say to you? Just go, hey, you know what? That was really hot the other night when you were saying all that stuff to me. Like, do you do you want me to talk dirty back to you? That's easy enough, and she should be able to say yes or no. Follow her lead. I would say don't worry about matching her. In fact, I think it's better. She clearly wants to drive this bus, so let her drive the bus. You follow. You, you know, echo what she says. You don't need to egg her on. You can echo what she says, and you can say kind of little teasing things. And uh, she seems to be someone who really likes to dominate in that way. And that's probably where she's comfortable. She might not like it if you went dirtier than her or if you matched her. Yeah. It doesn't – it sounds exactly that way. Uh, and also, you don't have to force it. Wait until inspiration strikes. Mm-hmm. Like that's – that actually does – like I – that's what I do is like if, – if I'm going to say something, it's going to be something worth saying. That's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> you just got very like very. Marcus gets into a like sometimes Marcus has these moments. I'm just talking about you like you're not here. Where Marcus will have these moments where he becomes a sort of 
Texas like sage, <laughs> like not sagebrush, but a sort of Texan sage where all of a sudden he'll be like, if I'm going to say something, there's going to be something worth saying. And you're like, what? And then he's like, oh, let's take the seven train and go see a, a rock and roll show. And you're like, what? And then all of a sudden he's like, I'll tell you what. And you're like, what's going on? So he just went into a Texas sage underscore brush <laughs> moment well, it's you. a great point it's a great point and you know there are times when uh, when i'm into saying dirty stuff and it, i don't want the guy to take lead there are also times when like when i'm with guys sometimes they'll think that because i wanted to you know i wanted like rougher sex one time that that's how i wanted all the time mm-hmm. not true depends on the mood yeah not true at all uh and i i also wonder whether i mean this is every time they have sex or if it's sometimes. Yeah. Some people need dirty sex or dirty talk to get off. Some people need a specific move in bed to get off. And some people want the variety. I think it's nice when you can experience the variety. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I could never be in – I have friends who are in these dedicated BDSM relationships. Um, my friend uh, my friend has a podcast called I Want Your Sex very popular podcast called I Want Your Sex. You should listen to it. It's awesome. And she talks sometimes about BDSM. And there are some people who have these relationships where when they have sex, it's it's always an elaborate constructed thing. She's not one of these people, but there are people who, it's you know, there's whips and chains and props and there's all kinds of stuff. I couldn't do that because I need a, more of a variety. Sometimes I want it to be loving and caring sex. Other times I want it to be dirty, nasty sex. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I want to be spanked. Sometimes I don't. It's just, it depends. And so I think that it's tempting to go, okay, this is how this person probably wants it all the time. But the truth is, it, for most of us, I think it changes up each time, at least for women. For men, I don't know. Yeah. And I find that, you know, sex is definitely, I mean, sometimes it's more pleasurable if you just talk about it and they just tell you, it's like, hey, this is, because, you know, people have this idea of like this passionate, like in the movies where they just don't say anything and they just take each other in their arms and they have passionate sex. It's like, yeah, that's not real life. It doesn't always like, happen It doesn't like always that. work. Sometimes it does. Like sometimes you just fall into bed and, you know, and it's perfect and it's amazing. Uh, but a lot of times it isn't, you know, like you were humans. We fuck up a lot. I was watching Grey's Anatomy <laughs> the other day. I was watching a marathon of Grey's Anatomy. I also have purchased the first five modern seasons of Doctor Who, and I will be purchasing Battlestar Galactica soon. Oh, yay! <laughs> but I started with Grey's Anatomy, and there was an episode in which – um, in which the first time this couple, Izzy and George, had sex, it was drunk, naughty, but like amazing sex. He was cheating on his wife at the time and it was like illicit, but like they'd known each other for years and they were in love and blah, 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 blah whatever. It was wonderful. And then after that, when they tried to have sex, it was lame and dumb. So mm-hmm. you just – you need to give it a few tries I think before you, you judge how great the sex is going to be yeah. and understand that it can be different every time. Well, that's it for us. Um, uh, check out com because they sent us free shit and we dig that. Also, uh, check out our friends at BlueQ.com. They sent us a bunch of fun shit that I have some presents for you, actually. Oh, fucking and, and we'll be giving away some prize packs from them, too. So definitely check out com and BlueQ.com. Uh, oh, also SarahBenincasa.com, Twitter.com slash Marcus Parks, Twitter.com slash Sarah J. Benincasa. Holler at us. And please check us out on iTunes and write a review. 
review if it's positive. If it's negative, fuck yourself. Why have you listened this long, you weirdo? Exactly. Why have you listened to the very end of this? Creepy creeperson. Why are you still listening? But uh, give, write us a review on iTunes and, and give us a nice high ranking. And we will be back next week with more uh, with more stuff. Bye, guys. Goodbye. <laughs>